Pope Francis last week, I think it was, I forget which day, tweeted that it was the, I believe, 30th anniversary of the encyclical by St. John Paul II on Ut Unum Sint, or maybe 25, I bet it was 25, because it was while I was in seminary, and 30 would be not when I was in seminary. Anyway, uh, one of those, be- the, the beautiful parts of that encyclical, Ut Unum Sint, which means that they may be one, uh, is Pope, uh, St. John Paul II's uh, understanding of ecumenism, that, that the church really was called to be united, the church is called to be one, but that oneness doesn't come by an artificial imposition, by changing of church doctrine or teach, church, church teaching, but rather by, by coming to the truth and coming to understand that truth, with which the Catholic Church states that we have the fullness of in the church, and at the same time, we cannot be triumphant about it or, or lorded over those that, that, for whatever reason, have other, other doctrines uh, that are opposed. And he bases that encyclical on today's gospel passage and, and the passages we've been, been hearing the last few days, and I believe we'll hear tomorrow, too, that Jesus prays before the Last Supper that they be one. Any disunity in the church, therefore, is a scandal and against Jesus' prayer. And we need to work for that unity, again, without denying, without abandoning our faith. In these days, uh, I, uh, you know, unfortunately, I'm going to rant a little bit, but in these days, we're being, uh, Maryland uh, uh, enacted a law, and hopefully it will be um, questioned. Uh, disallowing even priests from receiving the Blessed Sacrament before, during, and after Mass. That seems a little extreme to me, and, and uh, some say, well, yeah, we should, uh, we should adapt whatever we need to do to keep safe. We cannot abandon our faith. And whether, whether the faithful can receive the Eucharist or not, that's a debate we can have. Whether, whether we should have 10 or none or, or 500, that's a debate we can have but to demand that even a priest not receive the Blessed Sacrament at Mass, therefore not really offering Mass, not being able to offer Mass, even in the midst of a pandemic, even in in the, the solitude of his own chapel or a church that is empty, is abandoning or forcing us to abandon our faith. This is not what we are to do. We are called to this unity. And as St. John Paul II kept repeating, and the Catechism repeats, and various others repeat, the Church proposes the truth. It doesn't enforce the truth. It doesn't demand people come. We're not called out to, uh, to stand on the street corners and, and to take the Catechisms and knock people over the head and knock them unconscious, bring them into the Church, baptize, confirm them. All we have is a bunch of people with eggs on their head. But we are to pro- propose the truth, knowing that, again, this is what Christ prayed for. And that truth is not in doctrine. Yes, the doctrine is what demonstrates our truth, the unity and the truth, but the truth is in the person of Jesus Christ. If the truth were in doctrine, we have a problem. We're divided. This is a scandal. And the church based on the faith of the Jewish people, was always divided, in a way. 
we see that today in our first reading. St. Paul, seeing that there's Sadducees and Pharisees, seeing that he's in a, in a battle, you have to admit, St. Paul must have been a genius to, to be able to see this, and he pit the sides against each other. He had already been given the promise, if you remember, we heard that last week, I believe, that the Holy Spirit revealed to St. Paul that no harm should come to him until he had proclaimed the gospel to the ends of the earth. Well, Jerusalem is not the end of the earth in the Jewish mind. It's the center of the earth. What's the end of the earth? Rome. So St. Paul, being in Jerusalem, says, hey, they're not going to harm me. I don't have to worry about this. You're accusing me of holding fast to the resurrection of the dead. There is a division that instantaneously begins. The Sadducees, I know it's, it's terrible, but you can remember the Sadducees because they don't believe in anything beyond what they can sense, beyond the five senses. I would dare say again, maybe a little too political, but our Sadducees, modern-day Sadducees, would be those that say science alone, what they can sense, what they can empirically account for. They don't believe in angels. They don't believe in the resurrection of the dead. And so when St. Paul says this, of course, they're instantaneously, well, of course that is. And the Pharisees, well, what if an angel had appeared to him and, and revealed all of this to, to, to him? They're divided. Their faith, their doctrines of the faith divided them. And God could unite them, but they were divided. The church itself cannot be, though. We need Jesus Christ. The unity that we have is in the person of Jesus Christ. That's why we have the Eucharist, by the way. The Eucharist is what unites us. I tried to say that over the weekend, and I said it uh, uh, in a failed manner. But whether it's one or ten or a thousand or a million, to receive the Eucharist. The Eucharist is what makes us the church. It, it helps us, binds us in that unity. But those that, that say, well, I don't believe in the Eucharist, they shouldn't be receiving. And, and that might be a contentious point. But how, how can they say both, I believe in the Eucharist, that, that, and as Catholics, we believe this is what makes us the church, the body of Christ, the mystical body making us the mystical body, and I don't believe in the Eucharist. That's a weird contradiction. Again, the church proposes. It doesn't impose. As we come this day, we ask that we would have that unity that is ours in Jesus Christ, the unity that is strengthened by the presence of the Holy Spirit in these last days, almost coming to the last hours before our celebration of Pentecost that we would ask that Holy Spirit to be with us, to burn out all those impurities, all those doctrines that aren't of God, all those that aren't true, all those that are false, all those we hold on to, that the Lord is saying are not capable of being held on to in the church. That we would hold on to Jesus Christ and the truth that he has given to the church and proposes, continues to propose to all.